Good afternoon, everyone. I, I will say I had no intention of taping today because I'm sitting here just yutzing around a Sunday afternoon, um, you know, working on some insurance stuff for my dad, getting my fancy football teams together. Um, I run two fancy football leagues, although I can just kind of feel like people don't really give a shit about football anymore. Not because of the uh, protests, but because of all the other stuff. Like, everybody good's retiring this year. Well, not everybody, but you know what I mean. So, I'm just gutsing around, and I get a... Uh, my friend tags me on a post. Okay? So, it's a meme, and then it says... I'm going to paraphrase it. 65 million people voted Democrat. 62 million people voted Republican. 108 million better start to give a shit. So ever since the election, when I made the mistake, you know what I'm going to do for this, uh, for 2020, I'm just going to vote or not vote how I see fit and just tell people I voted just so they'll shut the fuck up about the voting. Now I will say this, our, uh, when we do a urban breakdown, when I do politics, uh, Mr. Blue, who who runs the show, he gets on me all the time. Like every show he gets on me for not voting. And I told him I don't mind that, you know, because at least he and I can have a civil conversation about it. Some of my friends, holy Jesus, God in heaven, they're just, I'm just going to come right out and say it. Some of them are dicks about it, you know, because they then they want to put on their, you know, their their monocles and their top hats, you know, like Worthington J. Monocle the third, and then they were like, oh, well, you children should have voted the way we voted, and then we wouldn't have this mess now, would we? You know? And I... I understand where they're coming from, because, I mean, Donald Trump is just a horrible monster. And we knew he was a horrible monster. I'm from New York, so don't think I... You know, it's not like only thing I know about Donald Trump is reality shows. I know Donald Trump's a piece of shit for 30 years, maybe more, that he was a, that he was human garbage. Because I'm from New York. You know, and we know that. Why do you think he didn't win New York? Because he's human garbage. But at the same time, we weren't really feeling Hillary like that. You know, the whole thing with the DNC just soured a lot of people to, to the Democrats. It exposed them for being corporatists, just as much as the Republicans were. So there were people who didn't feel... And then here's the thing. People like me who didn't vote and then turned around afterwards and went independent. And it's funny because one of my friends who was ragging on me, he's already an independent, but he votes Democrat. But their whole thing is vote blue no matter who. That's their formula. Okay? So I always push back. And, And I never just go... Okay, well, next time I'll vote the way you tell me to. Next time I'll eat my porridge. Yeah, fuck you. I'm not doing that. I'll vote how I, I'll vote how I want to vote. I will never inspire somebody to not vote. Because to me, I, I know it's going to sound goofy, but that sounds un-American. Because there are people who died for my right to vote. You understand? There are people who were bit by dogs, you know, hit in the chest with fire hoses you know, beat up by police, died for my right to vote. So I, I've always voted since I was 16, well, not since I was 16, but, you know, when I was 17, they let you uh, register to vote early so that when you 
turn 18, you can vote. You're already registered. So I did that, and I've been voting since I was 18. The only time I can remember not voting for president was 2000, because I had just moved to Maryland and uh, never moving out of state before. It just never dawned on me to register to vote until it was too late, and I couldn't vote in the current election, which was 2000. So I voted ever since, and 2016 was the first time I'd ever just been like, I don't like I don't like anybody. I don't like Hillary Clinton. I definitely don't like Donald Trump. I'm definitely not voting for goofy-ass Gary Johnson. I'm not voting for Joe Stein. I, I think I wrote in my vote because I could. I think uh, Joe Stein wasn't on our ballot, so we couldn't vote for her. But, I'm, I mean, I don't like Joe Stein. I'm just going to come out and say it. She has some good ideas, but, you know, it's kind of like somebody who says, like, yeah, we're going to make uh, – if you heard somebody say that they're going to make a car that runs on daffodils, that's kind of like when I hear Jill Stein speak sometimes. And I'm not saying that Jill Stein is not an intelligent person. It's because she is. But, you know, she's been doing this for a long time. And I think this is the most vote she's ever gotten. And people just, and there are people who love Jill Stein, you know, and I get it. I really do. But it's just, she's just not for me. Like if, if Jill Stein versus almost anybody, I wouldn't vote for Jill Stein. Even if it was Jill Stein versus Trump. Um, I mean, if they were the only two candidates, I'd still be like, nah. mm. and I live in North Carolina. You know, Hillary wasn't going to win North Carolina. Hillary lost North Carolina by 170,000 votes, you know. But my thing is this. I, I get, it's like as a progressive, I fight a war on two fronts because I have to fight against the Trump fans. And then I have to fight against the, the Hillbots. And, and I'm going to just come right out and say it. What makes you a Hillbot is not being a fan of Hillary Clinton. I have good friends who have been fans of Hillary Clinton since before she was a senator, when she was first lady. And they followed a career since then. That doesn't make you a Hillbot in my eyes. What makes you a Hillbot is when you just take logic and just throw it out the window. And you're and then you're just because you're so terrified of Trump that even though the Democrats don't really have that much to offer these days. It's like, all right, well, they're not Trump, so you got to vote for Hillary. And then, which is still along the lines of common sense, but to the point where it's just like, if you don't vote for Hillary, you're a sexist, you're a misogynist, you know, you hate women and black people. <laughs> they just don't just throw that in there for no reason. <laughs> and you hate dogs and you hate babies. So there, you baby dog hating racist, you know, so... That's when it gets to in the Hillbot territory is when not because they try to get you to vote for your candidate, because that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to give an argument why you should vote for that person. But when you get to the point where, well, if you don't vote for Hillary, then you're the don't do that. I'm a grown ass man. You know, you could tell me, hey, maybe you should eat more vegetables and I'll take it on the consideration. OK, I should eat more vegetables. But no, I say it, not you. I say it. But um. You can't tell me, well, you sit down, young man, and you eat your vegetables. Because I'm a grown-ass man. I'll tell you, take your vegetables and shove them up your ass. I'm not going to eat Brussels sprouts because you tell me to. Fuck out of here. I'm not doing that shit. But if you come at me and you say, hey, you know, uh, maybe you should eat more Brussels sprouts because they have these vitamins in it that will help you out and they'll be, be healthier. And I'll be like, you know, that's that's a good idea. I might just do that. But they don't have that logic. It's their logic is basically just browbeating. 
you can't browbeat me into voting. Voting is a civic duty, but it's not mandatory. I don't have to vote. I don't got to do anything. Except pay taxes and die. That's all I have to do. I don't have to do anything else. You know, so this whole notion of, you know, if you don't vote for Hillary or if you didn't vote for Hillary, I should say, then you voted for Donald Trump. No, I didn't because I didn't vote for anybody. You know who voted for Donald Trump? Nine percent of registered Democrats. They never talk about that. All the Hillbots. They never talk about how nine percent of registered Democrats voted for Trump, according to New York Times. Uh, post uh, election information. They never talk about that. But I'm going to read something interesting from this because most of most of our back and forth was pretty uh, generic. It's nothing that you haven't heard before. But another guy jumped in and he's just real, he's a real dickhole. And he basically, you know, because I'm because my point was, you know, and you've probably heard this before that people don't vote against candidates, they vote for candidates. So if you are a candidate, people vote for you. So they're not going to say, well, I want to vote for you because the other guy's worse. And the one time where you had that was like Doug Jones and Roy Moore in Alabama. Because, I mean, Doug Jones, I would never have voted for Doug Jones. In any other circumstances except the fact that he was running against a pedophile cowboy who was banned from the mall because he keeps chasing young girls. Like, if I lived in Alabama, of course I would have voted for Doug Jones. But Doug Jones was very predictable. As soon as he got elected, started kissing Mitch McConnell's ass. Now, I was, re- I was reviewing his voting record. His voting record is not as bad as some people say it is. There are certain things where he voted for Donald Trump that if I was in his shoes, I wouldn't have done. But he could have been a lot worse, but he could also be so much better. So much better. And I I look at it like this. You know, you have to inspire people to vote. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez inspired people so much that, you know, she's New York 14th District. She ended up winning New York 15th District because they wrote her in. Now, granted, there's only like 50 people voting. So it wasn't like 5,000 people voted her in, you know, wrote her in. But just the fact that, hey, I need to write somebody in. Oh, yeah. Oh, there's this amazing woman, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. I'm just going to write her in. So she inspires people so much that she won two districts and she only ran in one. But here's the thing. Uh, I said, hold on, because first of all, he called me a Bernie bro. And that's an automatic. That's automatically like, OK, you, you lost me right there. When you call me a Bernie bro, that means you already know that I'm not going to listen to you. So you just have to call me out just to make it, you know, because if you want somebody to listen to you, you don't call them names because the whole Bernie bro thing, I'm not, that's a whole nother episode of the show, the Bernie bro thing, you know, but that'd be like if I was a teacher and I was like, hey, stupid, you idiot, here, do this math. And then when he doesn't really do the math, you're just like, well, I don't understand why he doesn't want to learn. Yeah, because you called him an idiot because you already know, you already figured in your mind, well, this kid's too stupid to learn this math. That's why I called him an idiot and a moron. And then you're like, then you're just puzzled. Well, why won't he listen to me? 
because you're a terrible fucking teacher. That's why. So that's what I get with these people. They don't, if they come at me with, you don't have to kiss my ass for my vote. You really don't. All you got to do is lay out a plan and let me look at it and say, hey, I like this. I will vote for you. Instead of like, hey, you get over to the polls and vote, you jackass. That's not going to work. It's really not. So he said something because I was, you know, and like I said, my point was you vote for people, you don't vote against them. So, you know, in his calling me a Bernie bro, he said this. Okay. Uh, unfortunately, the Dem Party and uh, is and has been for 20 plus years nothing more than a conglomeration of differing groups that only unite when they have an Obama or a JFK or Bill Clinton to vote for. That, and but then he goes on to say, unfortunately, they are too stupid to realize that some uh, sometimes. You unite, but not because of the wonderment of your candidate, but because the horror show that is the opponent. But the first part of his statement was my point. You had somebody like Obama or JFK or Bill Clinton who came in and not just because he had a plan, but because they were charismatic. John Kerry had a plan, but John Kerry wasn't very charismatic. I voted for John Kerry because I liked his plan. But if you want to pull people who don't really vote on a regular basis and who don't follow the issues, you got to have the charisma too, you know? So he proved my point because if you have somebody who is that dynamic, you know, you have all these warring factions within the Democratic Party and he pulled them all together and got them to vote because he had the charisma and he had the plan. And that's the thing. If you have the charisma, charisma is only going to last but so long because you can come out there, you know, and have the charisma. And I'm like, yeah, you are wonderful. But what are you going to do for us? You know, so I, I don't understand this whole thing where they, they feel like if they browbeat you, they'll get you to vote for them because my predictions are horribly, horribly grim. Democrats are going to lose in 2020 and they're going to lose in 2018 as well. And it's it's going to be a sad day. But so I'm either going to be I'm either going to be right or I'm going to be happy because don't get me wrong. I'd be happy the Democrats win, but I'm either going to be right or I'm going to be happy. But it's not going to be both. And people like this who keep browbeating people to vote for. I mean, the midterms elections, it's not that big a deal as far as getting people to vote. Because it's a it's a very simple process. There's not really a whole lot of soul searching to vote the ridiculous people who aren't doing shit for you out of office, you know, in your local area. It's not that big a deal. You know, that's going to be an easy election for me. Just Democrat down the line. Just because, you know, I follow local politics and I know all of our Republicans are scumbags. So it's easy to vote Democrat down that way. So I know you're probably thinking, well, why wouldn't it be that easy for to vote for president that way? You know, because. Uh, and, and that's the thing. I think this was the first time where I ever had somebody as a Democrat that I didn't like because I liked Al Gore. I liked John Kerry. I liked Obama. I liked Bill Clinton. You know, I liked these guys. And I think I was just faced with a choice where I was like, I don't like Hillary. 
So, of course, I've been called a misogynist, you know, a lot of times. I just brush it off because, as I said in an earlier podcast, I like I loved Senator Clinton. Senator Clinton was awesome. I'd vote for her in a heartbeat. But uh, Secretary Clinton, not so much. So I would rather be wrong on this. You know, I would much rather be wrong than to be right about 2018, which is in four more months. So we're going to see. So, in the meantime, I'm going to go grab some lunch. I'm going to finish this auto, well, not auto quote, but this quote from my dad. And then uh, I'm going to relax the rest of the day. It's about to thunderstorm out here. So, uh, we'll see what happens. But, all right, everybody stay safe and we'll talk another time.